1046, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. That's his theme song, theme song, Hammers in the Studio. It's Friday. How have we gone from, hey, we're just going to play this song for this bit to it's become my theme song? Like, <laughs> like when I'm Deion Sanders and I walk room to room. I don't hear the Fat Albert uh-huh. theme, Casey. No, well, until you get down to that ideal weight, I think you got to <laughs> stick with it. Fine. I'll go full Coach Prime. Give me my theme music. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're like, uh, what's that soccer player's name? Michelle Rapino, who's walking in with her own uh, no, walk-on. Megan Rapino. Megan Rapino. If you yeah. ever compare me to Megan Rapino again. <laughs> I won't do it. I know you're a woman, and I will never hit a woman, but I will pay my wife to beat your ass. Okay, okay. I don't want to see any of that. It's good that Rob's engaged. I know. He's totally program. zoned Just out on the Ryder like Cup. Just goon watching TV. <laughs> this is like what the old shows on WIBC used to be like before we all got here. <laughs> well, no, my thing is they... They, in a startling move, they let people with 10 handicaps or worse amateurs play the morning round of the Ryder Cup for the Americans. They sent the pros out this afternoon, and they're doing, at least as of right now, much better. And so it's just weird they let total amateurs play against the European professionals this morning. Now, again, we'll get to the weigh-in here in just a second, but you're the golf guru here. Is the United States team bad because they're upset about that little split between the PGA and the live golfers? Like, do they give some of the live golfers the Heisman Trophy stiff arm because they didn't want them around? Uh, I think it's a couple things. One, the fact that Wow and uh, Johnson were not picked for the team because they're on live. I think that hurt. And they're worthy of being on oh, the team. Oh, yeah. And they were a big part of the last one. It's in Europe. America never plays well in Europe. And... Their captain, Zach Johnson, is a moron and put a guy, uh, Burns, who, if you see this dude, at this point, he is, he's is he got like Hulk Hogan hair and back, but then when you see him with his hat off, it looks like he is going bald, so he almost has a skullet. So he's like the real Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he put, he put like a, a dude with a skullet out in the opening group, and it was all downhill from there. I mean, I didn't like the pairings. I didn't like any of this, and I liked the pairings this afternoon much better, and they're playing much better, but man, that first... I got up at 130 for this hammer. 130. I'm got my USA shirt on. I'm waving my American flag. And boy, those guys hit some shots that I looked at and said, I could have done better than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last week I was at 250.2. The quest is for me to lose 50 pounds. I've got a calendar year to do it. I get granted three timeouts. We started at 271. Okay. 271 flat. Yeah. You were literally as big as a baby elephant. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was on August 11th, okay? So, let's see where we're at now. All right, here he goes. He's going to get up there on that scale. Hammer waddling over. Scale is shaking. Let's go! Oh, wow. Look at that! Let's go! Nice! Look at that! 246 pounds, Rob. Yeah, you are. That's right. Yeah, you are. You're halfway, aren't you? We are halfway there. We are living on a prayer. Boy, that's amazing. You are, yes, exactly halfway there. How about that for dramatics? Mm -hmm. Get ready, Bal. So from August 11th, where I was 271, Uh to today... Lean, mean, 246 pounds. We're making progress. You, I can tell. I can see it on you. 
by the way. I mean, I was sexy before, but now it's almost like you can't control yourself. I mean, you look, make it look out. Like my eyes are up here. Yeah. Can, can, before we get into uh, the fact that apparently Joe Hawksett listens to our shows, which is wild, I guess, by his own admission. Oh, he's not working. Well... <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we talk about how, again, this is the second time in two weeks, just blind officiating cost us money last night? <laughs> I mean, this is just blatant. I mean, it's not even close. So there was a clear delay of game that should have been called. <laughs> oh like, gosh. And when I say clear, like two plus seconds went off the clock before the ball was snapped when the clock was at zero. And that next play went all the way down the field and led for a touchdown. Uh, so it kind of cost us the over-under. Uh, in that, in that Lions-Packers game last night. And then the week before, it was the the first down that on replay. The guys clearly crossed, crossed the line. What are these people doing? What are they paying them for? And I think what's great now is you... Now that I've got you being a gambling degenerate, you see how bad officiating <laughs> yeah. is. Because when you've got money on the line, yeah, that's right. you're tied into every single play, and you know how bad some of these calls are. And look, I don't know how you do it, because mine's, you know, $3, $2. I could get excited about $0.10. Cents. It's mm -hmm. just the thrill of winning. It's not even the money to me. But it's like, I don't know how people who bet actual money can, can can do this. I mean, it's it's just like, how, how could you lose actual money on calls that bad. Um, yeah, I mean, just the guy the guy stinks at his job. The guy stinks at his job at the Walmart. It doesn't affect you. The guy stinks at his job at the football game, or the ref. You lose you, a bunch of money. You got money on it. Yeah. So speaking of picks, this afternoon at 4.45 again, I'll have mm -hmm. a new article out where I will have five bets free. Anybody can make this weekend uh, four college games. I'll have a play on the Colts game. I'll give the Degenerate special oh, on yeah. the air tonight. Uh, last two weeks in college football, I've been 6-1-1. One, and one. Uh -huh. My esteemed colleague, Scott Long, is coming off a week where he was 4-0-1. Oh, mm -hmm. And yeah. our professionals, uh, Follow Never Fade and The Cashman Wins, uh, they've been rolling too. So this is a fun thing. You know, Scott and I are not professional handicappers, but I would put our overall records up against anybody. And I love the cash, man. We've had him on our mm -hmm. show before. He's kind of like a cartoon character. He's a big, hairy American winning machine. Yeah, he's a, he's a neat guy. All and right. David is awesome, too. Uh, okay, so uh, we read the thing earlier. Uh, it turns out Joe Hogsett admitting to uh, Adam Wren in Portonville. Now, Adam and I are friends. I know you guys have issues. Yeah, I, I just don't like reporters that out sexual assault history mm -hmm. against the wishes of the victim. But Adam has always been very nice to me. You know my rules. Just quote me accurately in your in your stories, and you have friends that I don't care for either. Right. So, but uh, Ren like used to troll us all the time, and I've noticed that he stopped doing that now. Ever since we bring up the fact that he and Politico were scumbags for what they did to that woman in South Bend. So in Importantville, the, the which is his publication, Joe Hogsett responded to, I guess, a question about where he was or his people responded on his behalf. Now, Importantville, this is the thing that Pencil Nick runs, right? That is his publication. It's like okay. Abdul's cheat sheet. <laughs> okay. And in there, mm -hmm. he blamed, uh, he essentially said, well, should we read it? I've got it. Okay, do you want to read it? Yeah, he says, we would suggest that both the Shreve campaign and the city as a whole would benefit from Jefferson listening less to right-wing radio shock jocks. Shock jocks. And more to the concerns of regular families who are tired of Trump-style politics infiltrating local government like 
You're Anytime they want to criticize Hammer and Nigel's show, or sometimes the station as a whole, they use the term shock jocks, mm-hmm. which is like a 1985 yeah. dated reference. Like, we're not Howard Stern, I promise you that. We're not Man Cow in the Morning when he used to do the Chicago show. We didn't make this stuff up. We didn't wake up one day and said, you know what would be fun? What would get people fired up if we started a rumor that Joe Hogsett was in rehab during the riots? That's not what happened. People came to yes. us. There is an investigative reporter in the city of Indianapolis who has said he's spoken with mm-hmm. someone who was in rehab with Joe Hogsett. And the fact that there's no paper trail because Joe doesn't use his government email should be a red flag to anybody. And I think the frustrating thing is we're doing more to talk about this than Shreve is. Yes, he's kind of ran that one ad, but now he's back on the gun control mm-hmm. stuff in these mailers. And it's like, why are we the only ones talking about this? Don't you want to win? The mailers tell me, look, I'm sorry I have to run this ad saying where was Joe, but this is what I'm really about. I mean, he's just such a weak ass, wishy-washy Republican and... If you think Governor Holcomb is weak, here comes Jefferson Shreve saying, hold my Zima, because this guy (laughs) is from the same mold. And again, I'm just one guy. I'm one voter in Marion County. Yes, I have a platform, but I never tell anybody how to vote. I am not voting for any of these guys because neither one of them deserve it. I think they're the same guy. All right. And look, credit to Adam. Apparently he asked the question, which is all we can say, and it gives us another opportunity to point out he will not tell you in the answer where he was. Now, apparently he's saying like there's some commission report and to read it and blah. Now, you're going to have a guy on Robert Evans who has been on your show before, uh, who has been trying for the better part of well two years now, it seems like, to get via public information some sort of confirmation of where Joe Hawksett was during the riots, and he absolutely can't do it. So what we're going to talk about this afternoon is Robert Evans, a concerned citizen, wanting to know where the leadership was when the city was being burned and looted out. Uh, He's filed all the paperwork. He's done the FOIAs. He's done all this. What we've learned already is that Joe Hogsett does not use his government email. So he uses his personal email. All right, fine. So if that's true, and what we're going to talk about this afternoon is if you buy that story, which, all right, shady people probably do use their personal email and not their business one. If he's using his personal email for the business of the city of Indianapolis, and there's no paper trail, there's no accountability, that's a problem. Are we supposed to just look at Joe Hogsett, Diamond Joe, Boss Hogsett, and go, we're just going to take your word that everything's mm-hmm. just fine. Yeah, we there's no accountability you. when you use your personal email, and we're going to get into the weeds of that this afternoon. And, and I, look, it's such a simple question. Where, where were you? you, and how can you prove where you were? Well, he told Wish TV's Alexis a couple years ago he was at home. He was at home watching it. Now, keep in mind, this guy loves a photo op. He would take a selfie at a funeral if he had a chance to do it. <laughs> but he was nowhere to be found at all when the city needed leadership the absolute most. Are you kidding me? And that goes completely against what an investigative reporter has found. Yeah, uh... Look, he still will not answer the question where he was during the riots and simply calling us names. By the way, thank you for listening, Joe, is not going to answer where you were during the riots. And Jefferson Sharif, why are we doing all this work and you're sitting there with that crap-eating grin on your face? (laughs) It's coming up this afternoon. Well, you already said. Yeah, Robert Evans is going to come by. Uh, We'll talk about that. And it's Beer Sample Friday. Let's have a good time. Congratulations on the weigh-in. Nice work. Thank you, Hammer. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Come on!